Hi, my name is Chris Little, and I am the host of The Lifestyle Chase. In 2018, I started this show to have meaningful conversations. I've interviewed over a hundred different people, both in and out of the fitness industry. This podcast is something I'm incredibly proud of. Welcome to season four. Thanks for joining me. I didn't mention this. I should have mentioned this with the time management thing, but we uh, have business coaches, business mentors. They come in and kind of act as, I guess, like a manager to us. Like you, you kind of paying them to, to manage you in a weird way. But um, they really help find that focus, find the task to work on, find the you should be doing this type thing and, and, and organizing to some degree. It's still obviously up to us to, to organize the day-to-day and to get things done when we, when we get things done along with everything else. But uh, they help with uh, clarity mm-hmm. moving forward. Then that- just, like a, just like a lifting coach would. It totally makes sense. And I mean, for myself, I am always like very picky about like the the term business coach, just because I'm like, well, I mean, there's good ones and there's bad ones. But when it comes to everything, like when it comes to like yeah. vegetable salespeople, like there's good vegetable salespeople and bad vegetable salespeople kind of thing. But like within your experience with working with other coaches, whether it be for your athletic performance or your business performance, what are the things that stand out for you like is it do you have to build strong communication or trust or is it something that they do or or what is it yeah with the lifting coaches it's 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 that it's like i know what to do like i coach people for a living i I know how to get strong but it's just uh having someone to to lean on to talk to to bounce ideas off things like that um to tell you and to stop being uh, tell me to stop being emotional when I'm in mid prep and I'm, I'm worried about how, if I'm not going to hit a number or whatever, and to just be objective about it. Um, I've always, when you say quite picky, but as for me, it's always like, can I have a, a conversation with this person and have a laugh? Like, could I go and have a drink with this person and have fun? Like that's important to me as well. Like I don't need a, a dictator that mm-hmm. I, I feel like I need to, um, you know, just, just have a, like a robot just telling me what to do type thing. It's just, it's important to me to, to have fun with it as well. Um, and then the business coach, obviously it's, it's different because that's a world that we're not as well versed in, uh, that I do need, that we do need help with. Um, some of the systems, uh, we've just never done it before. So some, the, the guidance, the actual knowledge of business and stuff like that is much, much more important to us. So it's, it's a little bit of a different choice, but, I've had, as you said, business coach is such a hard term because like as soon as you think business coach, you think like the sleazy marketing dude that's like sliding in your DMs going like, hey, man, you want to earn an extra 10K? And you're like, fuck off. But um, for us, it was just finding the right person that kind of understood what we want because most, most of these, like they're trying to make you more money, right? Which is is great. Like that's hopefully part of your fucking business plan is to make more money. Otherwise you, you're <laughs> going to have a bad time. Yeah. But um, I feel like a lot of them are just only concerned about the money. Like, all right, how much, how much can you, can I make you in sales and things like that? But like uh, we were lucky that our business, current business coach, she runs a strength gym 
she knows what it's like. She knows what it is to, she knows what it, like, she knows that the community feel that we're going for, the value that we're trying to give and is helping us build that along with the behind the scenes, the back end systems, the, the front end systems that are going to, the marketing that's going to bring people in and, and lead to making money and paying the bills, right? But like she understands that we're in this to help people as well. So she's not trying to talk us into group fitness class models that we just don't want to do because like they make a lot of money but i just i it, i could not do it it just fucking just is not for me i don't enjoy it so there's no point in making a heap of money doing something i hate may as well, well go work in a bank but um yeah finding someone that resonates has the same values as you knows exactly what you want as opposed to just make more money i think is was our biggest lesson with finding the right kind of business mentor slash coach mm-hmm well, I mean, one of the things that you pointed out that stood out to me was just outlining how the person that you're working with actually does the thing that they're coaching. Like what I often find is it's like the people that are out there that are claiming to be coaches, like business coaches that uh, sketch me right out and are red flags for me are when like if they haven't done the thing they claim to coach for more than three years, like get out of my face. Like you you have no business you, coaching me. <laughs> like Three years is still generous, Leon. Like, I would be like, "Fuck! I want you in the. I want you in it for like a decade." Or yeah. Some shit. Like, wow. well, like honestly, the the there are going to be anomalies where there's people that bring good communication skills to their coaching and stuff. So don't want to throw anybody under the bus. Basically, if I'm still following the person, they're probably okay. Um, but with regards to people that I have worked with, um, usually they have like more than ten years. And you can see that they are honing their craft. And for me, a big foundation is trust. Like I want this person to be the kind of person that would change my tire when my tire goes flat. Like I, I need to be able to trust that they really actually care about me, that they, uh, that it's more than transactional, but that we have like a lifelong connection. But I'm like, because of my personality type, I'm a bit more like discerning of that kind of stuff. Um, but I think it's important. So when people are looking for, for coaches and stuff in that capacity, I like, don't be shy to check out their LinkedIn and see what they did five years ago. And if it's exactly what you're doing, maybe you could look and find somebody that's been, um, doing the thing that they're doing for longer, or they've got like 10 years of experience in the thing that they, they coach like, we we both know Kyle Dobbs and Matt Domney and, and Kyle has been doing his thing for like 14 years or something. Like he mm-hmm. worked up in the ranks of like commercial facilities and, and larger companies and larger entities and had leadership roles and then went and developed himself with like master's degree and all these different things. And like, that's why I showed his name from the rooftops. Cause he gave me a reason to kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> as the, as the uh the background to, to back it up and mm. as the results to back it up as well. You know, you can tell by the way he speaks and the way he communicates. Um yeah, I wouldn't be it even where where I'm at, like obviously we haven't had the most I guess efficient way of getting to where we are. Uh like it could have been a lot quicker if we you write people at the start or were guided differently at the start. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm all I'm saying is that I don't think that uh, there probably are people out there who level up a bit quicker and get to that point where they're a competent teacher or a competent mentor quicker. But um, I still wouldn't be confident in teaching that side of things to people. 
at all after how long we've been in the game. I'm only just this year, like six months ago, launched our first uh, powerlifting mentorship mm-hmm. after coaching mentorship after coaching for well over a decade. So, I mean, and and it's still like that was the first iteration. And, and now that it's all finished and done, I'm like, fuck, we need to do this and do that and do that and make a heaps better. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I can't repeat what you said enough. I, I think it's super important. Well, I mean, one thing that I will just highlight as we sort of draw this episode to a close is that, like, there are a lot of really cool people out there that offer mentorships. Um, there there are a lot of people that, uh, like, the mentorship can cover different aspects of a person's business. So you'll see some, and, like, the mentorship is more on communication. Oh. Others, it's, like, more on, like, how to program a person's, like, online program. And others, it could be, like, biomechanics. And so you kind of have to find within yourself what you want to do the most and then match yourself up with those people. And sometimes it's just a matter of matching up with people that you want to have a beer with. And other times it's matching yourself with people who would stand up for you in a dark alley. Like it kind of depends on what personality that you are, but like, um, there are a lot of people that have, because of technology, we're able to connect and like have like these, uh, messaging threads and, group zoom calls and stuff because of that we're able to everybody is able to support each other in ways that they never could before and so even though they might have to be pickier about like a business coach they could totally find opportunities where like different mentorship opportunities might strengthen some of their weaknesses like we talked about before with like any kind of a team is going to have different members that have different strengths. And sometimes like a new member that has strengths in like media or a strength in like um, just speaking to people in front of a crowd, like those strengths can kind of sharpen the, sharpen the pencil in, in a career journey. So hopefully people don't just completely uh, disregard all the opportunities that are in front of them, but just that they're more picky. You um, should be trying to learn everything. Uh, this is such a, this is a, Coaching is such a weird job there. It's not just about programming or it's not just about, you know, biomechanics or whatever. Like like I was speaking to one of my clients who, like a lot of my clients happens to be a coach uh, yesterday and um, was just talking about like pronation in a squat and just, just like foot stuff in general. And I was like, our conversation was basically, hey, like stop trying to fucking think about what the foot's doing and, and maybe the body is just a little bit smarter than what we think and it can just do that shit itself. That was the gist of the conversation, but it led us to talking about uh, just foot mechanics and that all that stuff in general, uh, which ended up with me linking it to like uh, the anatomy and motion course, which I love. I did the lower limb close chain stuff on that. And I after I said, I said, uh, like, to be completely honest with you, I probably don't use 99% of like what is in it uh, directly anyway. Like, I, and I don't think that the course is going to make like directly make you a better coach. Like, yeah, I don't think you, as a powerlifting coach, I don't think you're going to be able to take stuff on and go like, yep, do this tomorrow and you'll fucking be a, a gun. I guess it's not that sort of thing, but if you understand that sort of stuff and if you expand like the whole knowledge base and, and like those little things that can just help you understand how like just things move, how things integrate, it's, it's all useful. So like, I just feel like doing lots of little courses like that in lots of different areas, whether they're like completely relevant to your position or not, 
uh, is still super important. Definitely. So as we finish off this series of episodes, we're probably going to break this into three or four chunks and release them throughout the week. Um, what is a piece of advice that you want to leave with the audience? Just something that you think will impact them at the start of their week on like, let's say a Monday or something. Um, that'll be a game changer for them. Oh man. Fuck. No idea. Um, (laughs) Oh man. This is like, I remember the last podcast when we did the, the, the disappearing podcast that we never <laughs> spoken of again, we had a real solid theme and I remember what we spoke about on that for this, but this one has gone so general and broad. I feel like the, the, the amount of direct uh, exact advice is um, to implement is. Just think about life through your lens, like your, your human experience. And like, if you, if somebody were to give you a piece of advice, what would you have benefited from like on the Monday in comparison to now or later on in the week? Um, and then just give that advice to the audience because they might be able to relate. Oh, man, I don't know. Um, no, fuck, sorry, I'm mind blank. I'm out of it. All good. All good. So I'll, I'll take over for you. I'll give the advice this time. And it's like the first time I've ever had to do this. But the thing is, Honestly, sometimes I think people like hold off too much on like taking that next leap or doing that next opportunity. And in the past like hour, we've chatted about everything from like starting a podcast to running a business to making big changes and going on trips and um, just like making things priority, like prioritizing our time and all that stuff. Um, what I'm going to focus on here for like the challenge that I think will help people is if there's something on a person's mind that they're thinking about doing, like you talked about the podcast, uh, stop hesitating and just do one thing that locks you into actually delivering on it kind of thing. Like, so, um, if, if I was in your shoes and you're talking about the podcast, I would name the podcast and do a post that said, Hey, this is coming. It doesn't matter when it's coming, but then once you've made the post, it holds you accountable to like, uh, following through because that's something i will look forward to listening to because i listen every already show. built the room it's, it's yeah there. well i mean <laughs> you're locked in but the i don't are in. i don't i don't think that i saw the post so i want to see the post with the couches in the post i'll send you a picture excellent sweet all right well with that being said that is our episode